Hello, and welcome to Crime and Punishment, Why the Poor Stay Poor in America, written by Joan DeMartin. The title of today's post is, Why Are the Number of Car Crashes Going Up, and Why Are the Poor and Minorities Involved in a Disproportionate Number of These Car Crashes and Fatalities? This is a quote from the New York Times from in January of this year. The quote, the Transportation Department is embarking on a national strategy to tackle rising traffic fatalities using new funding in the $1 trillion infrastructure law, addressing issues ranging from speed limits and street lighting to emergency medical care, end quote. It's not just automobile accidents that have risen, particularly in the last few years. It's fatalities that have soared, too. The Department of Transportation has recognized this trend and has implemented a plan to begin addressing the various underlying causes, whatever those might be. It seems that it's pure speculation at this point. Data from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, the NHTSA, show an across-the-board increase of auto accidents and fatalities, but not what is causing the unfortunate upward trend. There's a good hunk of money allocated to overall transportation safety, and the funding comes from the partially bipartisan infrastructure bill signed last year. You can review exactly how much money is earmarked for which projects in this U.S. DOT fact sheet. Fortunately, it looks like the DOT is taking a holistic approach to transportation safety, from funding for new bridges to designing ways for states to track drivers with poor safety records and rolling out public safety advertising campaigns. Some would characterize these programs as wasteful, big government spending, but I believe it's a sound investment in our country's future, and so do the majority of Americans. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's startling enough that auto accidents and fatalities have risen fairly dramatically in the last several years, and we don't know why. But the statistics also demonstrate that our poor and minorities have borne the greatest losses. Is it because the poorest and people of color always pay the highest price when the economy tanks, a pandemic sweeps the world, and or inflation cripples our buying power? I'm including here a tweet from the, the New York Times on an article, uh, a very recent article uh, from August 25th, 2022, uh, that I am going to talk about here shortly. David Leonhardt, a writer for the New York Times who often contemplates the issues surrounding poverty in our country, has written several times about the strange increase in traffic accidents and automobile fatalities including an increase in pedestrian deaths during the pandemic through today. His most recent article, published just a few days ago, takes on the disparity of traffic deaths among race and class. According to his research, one of the likely causes of the general uptick in auto fatalities, which started a few years pre-pandemic, is distracted driving, likely talking and or texting on our favorite device, the cell phone. Then came the COVID shutdown, and apparently many people saw less traffic on the roads as a license to speed. But the upward trend in fatalities continues, even after near-normal traffic patterns have resumed and there's plenty of cars on the road. The theories now include 
pent-up pandemic anger, increased drug and alcohol use, and even depression that causes drivers to take risks, like not wearing seatbelts, disregarding traffic signs, or driving while impaired or fatigued. But what about the disparate impact of the rise in traffic injuries and fatalities on low-income folks and people of color? Here's a quote from that same David Leonhardt article. Quote, lower-income people are much more likely to die in car crashes, academic research shows. The racial gaps are also huge, even bigger on a percentage basis than the racial gaps on cancer, according to the CDC. That is wild. There's not a good answer for these statistics either, other than to note that the poor typically drive less reliable and safe cars, have less money for needed car repairs, and maybe do more driving, especially for work. And let me add some anecdotal evidence from my own experience. When you do not have enough money, you are constantly worrying about, well, not having enough money. And the stressors of everyday life and maybe a few unexpected slapdowns, and you have the recipe for distracted driving with no cell phone use needed. Stress caused by poverty and hardship can cause accidents and injuries of all kinds, as I wrote in a previous post. And of course, getting behind the wheel of a car adds exponentially to the risks, not just for you, but for everyone else on the road with you. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this cheery topic the weekend before Labor Day. What do you think are the causes of the spike in car crashes and fatalities these last few years? And am I, the U.S. Department of Transportation and other writers going in the right direction about why the poor and minorities are once again bearing the brunt? All comments are, well, are welcome, so please leave a comment. And as always... I ask you to join me on our journey to understand the why behind the facts, so together we can help find solutions to our most pressing economic, racial, and environmental issues and push to right the wrongs of our system. That sounds like a tall order, but I'm up for it, if you are. Each of us can thrive in this country if we don't allow ourselves to be beaten down by the very system we're trying to make good in. One of the best ways to do this is to become an active member of your community and a participating citizen in our larger community. And speaking of communities, you can also become a participating member of the Crime and Punishment Community by signing up right now for a free or paid subscription. Thanks in advance for your support. As always, thank you for listening and reading. <laughs>